and like I read the whole thing <laughs> just yeah because I had nothing better to do yeah um yeah and also the fact that like my partner just doesn't he he's happy to listen to podcasts and I can just read and we don't have to talk <laughs> we don't have to talk <laughs> not don't have to but we don't Welcome to the Book Jar Podcast. My name is Marissa, and today I'm joined with Alex Kelfa. I almost called you by your maiden name. Sorry about that. Uh, That's fine. Uh, I'm going to say this because I just think it's funny, and I'm not going to be able to ignore the baby strapped to your chest forever. (laughs) But we we also have Alex's little little small baby, five month old baby, strapped to me. Yeah. Wearing her in a baby carrier so that she naps, hopefully, through the whole <laughs> podcast and uh, and won't make a noise. <laughs> yeah. She's she's out, though. So, yeah, I think I think she's pretty out. I was just making the joke. So, sorry, you have to hear it twice. But I think my dog is going to make more noise than your baby. So, that. Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we are recording this a little bit in advance. So, I just want to say that just because we're not going to be like going through kind of like our recent reads like I normally do with Megan. Um, and uh, But what I am excited about, and we're not pulling from the jar, so we have some topics that are mostly by Alex herself, um, kind of topics she wanted to talk about or we thought would be fun to talk about. And yeah, so I do want to say, is there anything like relatively recent or you've read this year that you want to like throw out to? Um, well, I finished Rhythm of War recently by... Sanderson and then yes. convinced you to read Stormlight Archive. <laughs> by convinced me to read, by the way, it means you dropped it off at Christmas and was like, you need to read this. <laughs> Here's a book for your list. <laughs> and then you bought a beautiful copy of the second one, so you just had to read it. Yeah, obviously. I did. Yeah. I, I do think it's funny. I didn't know it was the second one when I bought it. I just bought it. I was like, Brandon Sanderson, I trust it. It's fine. <laughs> Never read it before, but I, it'll probably be good. Alex had good things to say, so yeah. we'll be fine. Yeah, and you liked it, so yeah. clearly it was uh, correct. It was good. It was really good. And uh, then I also caved to the TikTok hype and ordered Fourth Wing and read it in which approximately, it probably took me like maybe six hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I So... That one I'm upset about because you've read it and you your immediate reaction was like, hey, you need to read this. And I was trying to avoid it as well. So thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that one's like, I don't know if when this comes out, it's still going to be as like viral as it was. But like, yeah, at the recording know. of this, it's like you still can't really get a copy of it. Yeah, it's it's like five week wait at Indigo, I believe, or so it says online. And yeah. it came faster than five weeks for me but, but still even that they're saying that it was like, like considered sold out at yeah. store and you couldn't get it on amazon either yeah and you definitely can't get it at the library um yeah it i don't know like when or how it blew up so big i don't know what like what what happened there what but... happened that blew it up so big considering it's like on levels of like akatar and yeah like the sarah j mass fandom at this point the yeah. amount of times i see it on tiktok um but it was good. I enjoyed it. I pre-ordered the second one already and had like a book hangover for three days because I couldn't stop thinking about it. So I mean, that's what you want, yeah, right? That's, like that's, that's, kind that's of the that's goal. The goal. <laughs> that is the goal. 
All right. So, uh, Alex, for those of you who are maybe like newer to the podcast and haven't heard her before, she is a uh, part of our uh, book club, our 2 a.m. book club. Uh, she is um, actually one of the people who was came up to me, Megan, and was like, hey, I want to start a book club. <laughs> like, let's do this. So let me you, into your group. <laughs> let me in. <laughs> so, yeah, um, you'll hear us talk about Alex a lot or you've already heard us talk about Alex a lot. And uh, yeah. Yeah, um, Alex, and you, I guess like a little bit of an intro, you read like mostly fantasy. Yeah. But not exclusively. Not exclusively, and I'm definitely open to other suggestions, but I'm going to always go towards fantasy more likely. That's yeah. just that's just my vibe. That's just your vibe. <laughs> if I pause too, it's just because I'm checking to make sure my child is still breathing. Um, <laughs> sometimes I gotta look down and just make sure. <laughs> that's cheery. <laughs> that's what happens when you become a mom all of a sudden. Just, that's just like the, mm, the anxiety. Yep, we're good. Okay, yeah. continue. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. You know what? Fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So today's topic I'm really excited about because I think it's gonna be really fun. But the topic we have today is what are your literary brags? And I think this is interesting because I think there's a lot of ways to take this. And yes, not all of mine are specifically the books that I've read. Yeah. Some of some are just like ones you own or like things you Or just things I do that is a brag. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah. I have a couple of those that I wanted to mention too. I think I know what you mean. I I do want to say like so the one way I took it, and I think this is like the easiest way to read it is there's a lot of classics that I think are just like easy to say are your literary bricks, mm -hmm. right? So my first thought really was the fact that I've read almost all of Jane Austen's that's brag. Like, sure. yeah, books. Yeah. So I'm missing one. It's Mansfield Park, which I'm having a little bit of trouble getting into because it's a little incestuous. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> which perfect. Yeah, it's like a it's like a it's not it's it's like cousins by marriage mm. situation. All right. But it's 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 a line in which the girl in the beginning of the book goes to live with that family at the age of like, I want to say like 12 or 14, like right around so there. So she grows up with. So she kind of grows up with them, but she doesn't like exclusively grow up with mm -hmm. them either. So like, they're like, and also the the one who I'm like, she's going to end with, I believe, is like not in the house a lot because, but there's an age gap, ah. but not like a huge age gap. It's just like. It's just uncomfy enough. It's just uncomfy <laughs> enough that I'm like. Yikes! I, I <laughs> but I must finish. Yeah, so that you can I, finish the collection. I've put it on hold for a little bit, but I am. How many are there, Jane Austen books? How many like oh, classics? Oh God! So there's um Emma. Mm -hmm. Let's see if I can do this without looking up. Emma, Sense and Sensibility, Pride and Prejudice, Northanger Abbey, um, Persuasion, and Mansfield Park. So I think six. Six big ones. Okay. There might be one that I'm missing, but I think I think there's six. Yeah. So. That's pretty good. I've never read. I think I started Pride and Prejudice when I was like maybe 13. <laughs> That's not a good time to read it. No, I don't think it is. It came on. I gotten a like Kobo e-reader for mm -hmm. Christmas or something. And for some reason, like Pride and Prejudice like came on there for free. <laughs> or like there was a few classics. Yeah, they, I want to say Dracula, that. that one. And then um, maybe Little Women yeah. came. And yeah, I feel like I started it. And then obviously as a 13-year-old. Um, you were like, this is not like, Maybe not. <laughs> this is not for yeah. me. <laughs> I will say my other literary break is that I read Jane Eyre when I was probably about 15. Yeah, and impressive. I loved it. 
That's very impressive. I think I'm more impressed with the fact that I loved it. Yeah. Because it, it's it's like one thing to read it, and yeah. but it's another thing to like... Enjoy. Enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's also a brag. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's also a brag. Um, I have quite a few classics on my list, so I don't know how much of your list is composed of that. Mm, unless you consider Lord of the Rings a classic. Lord of the Rings, I do consider it classic. I consider that a literary brag because I didn't read it for a very long time and now I get to say yes I've read Lord of the Rings and yeah. I just feel like it's one of those books where when you've read it you just feel like a little bit better than everybody else <laughs> when talking about fantasy books because I get to say that I have read Lord of the Rings yes <laughs> I think I think part of this in terms of like quantifying it as a literary brag too is is a little bit of like I just want to be able to understand the references yeah. that people make. It's also like something that a lot of people like base a lot of their like fantasy on. Fantasy worlds, um, ideas, like storylines. Yeah. A lot of like inspiration has come from Lord of the Rings. So it's nice to have that frame of reference when you're reading other books and be like, oh, hey, this kind of feels like Lord of the Rings vibes. Um, I am not as immersed into the world as many people are. I have not tried to read, and I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce it correctly, but the Similarian? Similar Similarian? 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 Yeah, I think it's... Which is apparently textbook-like. Yes. Um, yeah. Haven't tried that, and then I know... There's quite a few of them. Tolkien has a few, like, unfinished tales. Uh, like there's, there's, like, unfinished tales, but there's also, like... So, the Similarium is, like, the religion? That is, like, first age, I want to say. Oh, yes, okay. And then okay. Lord of the and Rings then, is third age. And then... But then they have, like, the mythology, yeah. which is, like, another thing. That's another Like, he, he went hard on this world. Yeah. The world building is unmatched in that. Very yeah, much so. And I, I think that's what I liked the most about reading Lord of the Rings is I was like, I can I can be a part of this conversation now, mm -hmm. even yeah. even if I haven't gone the full um, like through the whole, I don't know, literary collection that he has. Yeah. Like even. But I even, know more than just the movies. Yes. Yes. Like, I know more than the movies. I know what's missing from the movies. I know why they change certain things. Like I have more to yeah. add to this conversation, which is yeah. why I really love and that's where I was basing like a lot of my classics that I was actually like really proud of from. So like Dracula was another one. And that was the only, and I read this recently, but that was the only reason I think I finished it. Yeah. Really. Cause I was not in love say, with it. <laughs> I read Dracula. <laughs> yeah. But I wanted, one, I wanted to be able to say that, but so much of the like gothic horror and like just the vampire genre is just based off of that or references it or has some sort of connection to it mm -hmm. that I think I was I was more excited that I was like, oh, I finally get these references now. Yeah. And more than I was like, I enjoyed reading that. Yeah. Yeah. I um I wouldn't say I struggled reading Lord of the Rings, but anytime I had tried to pick it up, pick it up previously, it was just like a little too it's it's a harder read for some people and i know for me personally like anytime i try to pick it up i was like oof this is a lot <laughs> yeah it's very old english and that was harder to get into i think i picked it up maybe too young as well yeah and then once i finally did like this was like last year or two years ago that i was like i'm gonna read lord of the rings i'm gonna read it and like i'm then, gonna get through it yeah and yeah. i did and i just felt so accomplished afterwards i was like i read it now <laughs> yeah i think like the accomplishment is also what i felt after like lord of the rings was one of them but like dracula for sure i was like <laughs> i beat it yeah. like i beat this book <laughs> also how i feel another one on my list is dune 
I read Dune before the movie came I out. I think that's totally a literary brag. And I definitely feel like that's a brag of mine because I can say, yes, I've read Dune. <laughs> and I can be like, the movie did a pretty good job. Of, yeah. Like so far, at least. Yeah. Casting was great. And maybe I um, am biased because like I'd seen the trailer at the same time I was reading the book right. anyway. So I was like, oh, yeah, these characters fit perfectly. <laughs> You're like, this is right. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I felt pretty accomplished after reading that. I did not continue reading the, the rest of the series because yeah. I know um, I just got like a little bit spoiled on like what happens in the rest of the story. And I was like, mm, I think I'm happy where this ended. I don't. Yeah, really I need don't need. To, I don't more. need anymore. Yeah. yeah, I think that's fair. I I was going to say when you mentioned Dune, it just made me think of like the Hitch uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, mm-hmm. which is also I mean, it's just like classic sci fi. Right. Yeah. And I think that that was one I was really proud when I read. I need to read that. Yeah. And it's one where like it gets referenced a lot more than you like think even in like pop culture and stuff. So I know I mean, it's not the best show in the world, but the Big Bang Theory like references it quite a bit and like stuff like that. And like it's just cool to like get the references. And it's also a really good read. Like I I didn't think that one was a struggle for me. Mm -hmm. And I was actually really surprised because I was thinking it was going to be more of a struggle and I was actually more into it than I thought which is a brag in and of itself whenever you pick up kind of like a more classic book book and you're like like, I enjoyed enjoyed this this. (laughs) yeah yeah for sure yeah I agree and Dune is an interesting type of sci-fi book in the sense that like the technology of Dune is very much not as important as like the people right whereas I know I find with a lot of sci-fi like the technology gets explained a lot a lot yeah. a lot and then you're like this is just a fake book like we don't need to don't need to quantify that you understand yeah. the science behind this magic technology that is in the future <laughs> <laughs> i think part of that comes from like being so okay with fantasy mm. like because i buy in immediately yeah like, i'm yep, in 100%. i'm like i'm there and then they're in a lot of sci-fi books they're still explaining the science and i'm like i don't really care yeah, if no it, i got it I no believe. like i <laughs> You're going this fast. I yeah. gotcha. You can and travel know- between planets. 100%. Sure. Absolutely. Cool. <laughs> you gave me a rough outline of how it's happening. Cool. Great. Yeah. yeah. Go for it, bud. <laughs> so, and I know that's part of what some people do like about the genre is like the more ex- like explaining it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to take that away. But like, I definitely sometimes I'm like, I don't mind a little bit more explanation. But like, at some point, it feels like you're like, no, it it works. Yeah. And not like just telling the story yeah. so that's where it kind of gets in the way right that's why i consider myself more of a fantasy nerd rather than like sci-fi. i know they put sci-fi and fantasy together all the time but like I'm definitely in the fantasy yeah world versus sci-fi yeah for sure that's fair uh so some other classics i kind of wanted to mention was uh and i i feel just gonna brag about it that's what we're supposed to be doing <laughs> so i've read a lot of shakespeare and yeah. a lot of shakespeare's plays and I enjoy Shakespeare, which is, again, a brag in so and of very itself. Very much a brag. Yeah. <laughs> Not so, many people can say that. <laughs> yeah. Just off the top of my head, like Othello, um, Romeo and Juliet, Macbeth, Hamlet, uh, Midsummer's Night Dream, uh, uh, The Winter's Tale. Like, these are all ones I could pull off. The, I think the biggest brag I have is actually Titus Andronicus, though, because Titus Andronicus was like one of Shakespeare's earlier plays. Um, and it's not, it's not great. Like, you can definitely tell it's his earlier play. Yeah. Like, it's definitely rougher around the edges. But it's one of those ones where I feel like, unless you're a little bit of a Shakespeare nerd, you're not going to read. Yeah. And because I took a Shakespeare course, I read it. And I just think it's, like, such a good foundation for, like, 
where Shakespeare started. And also it is like the most absurdly tragic play. Like everyone dies. <laughs> like there's so much, there's so much going on. At one point somebody is fed like pies, I think, with the like meat of their children. Oh, very Game of Thrones-esque. <laughs> yes. It's a very like bloody and epic. And it's just like specifically happens in Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. It's just very like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. But that's like so it's referenced yeah. in Game of Thrones, but like like that that's, that's totally coming from, from yeah. Titus Andronicus. Yeah. And I think that that's what I also love about Shakespeare a little bit is like you're like, wow, this if you've read enough Shakespeare plays, you're like, this, oh, this is like is where things everything from. came from. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Like this is referenced in so many different books. I feel like that's why they force it on you in high school and Which why they, a lot of people hate it. Yeah. Because when you're a high school student, that's not at all what you want to be reading. Yeah. Um, and why most people are like, I hate Shakespeare. It's yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it's like, well, you read it at a time where you maybe shouldn't have been reading it. <laughs> well, you also read it with people who, and I think this also is, probably didn't care. And- <laughs> also didn't care. And also you read it, and this is my biggest problem, is you probably had a, a not very good teacher. Mm. Right? So like when the teacher doesn't actually understand what's going on, but they've been like told to teach it. Yeah. And then the kids are like, I don't understand why this means that. And, and I don't understand why I'm learning about this. Well, yeah. And the teacher's like, well, you know, obviously it means this. And they get a little bit like arrogant about it. And I'm mm-hmm. like, no, you don't actually understand it either. And I feel like I know it's hard as it, like you would never do this. But like there is a space where you almost want them to be like, yeah, I, that, I struggle with that part, too. And this is the like reasoning behind why mm-hmm. this means that because yeah. like i feel like that's more honest than being like oh i know everything i'm like no you clearly are not enjoying this yeah. either. <laughs> i specifically the one thing i remember about shakespeare in high school was i had like a textbook of it or whatever book and someone had written in like the book like what some of the words meant <laughs> and i remember having a copy like that and you were like being this like, is the best oh, thank one. god because <laughs> i have no idea what that means <laughs> yeah Definitely Midsummer, and I want to say we did Othello as well. You don't think we ever did Romeo and Juliet, or at least I didn't. I didn't. I didn't touch Romeo and Juliet until I was in university, yeah. and I actually really I feel glad. like maybe that's not a good one to send to high school students. It's really not, and I think what you miss in Romeo and Juliet um, with a lot of teachers in high school because they don't want to talk about this or they don't maybe understand it either is a lot of the plays just really dirty. Like it's mm-hmm. dirty, dirty jokes. Like yeah. they are making jokes. Like, just the, like, just <laughs> filthy jokes. Like, that you wouldn't expect to see in, like, a sh- like you don't, it's considered such, like, quote-unquote high art and, like, high, high yeah. literature. And then it, they're just making jokes about, like, yeah. having sex with the nanny and stuff. And you're like, <laughs> what? And I remember reading it in university and she was like, yeah, no, they're being, like, like dirty what's, boys. What does this mean? <laughs> yeah, like, this. And I, I was like, I can't imagine reading this in high school. And then the the teacher being like, oh, like, what do you even say? <laughs> yeah. What do you, what do you uh, write an essay on? <laughs> on, on this, the, the themes in yeah, this. Yeah, the themes in this. <laughs> and Dirty I think, jokes. <laughs> I think that's where, like, a lot of it falls short because a lot of Shakespeare is meant to be, like, lowbrow humor. Mm-hmm. And because that's when you realize that's how he wrote the plays, because he, in the time that he wrote, I'm going to go on a rant. Grant here. Of course. Sorry, I can't even help myself. Um, but at the time he wrote these plays, the way the theaters were set up is like, yes, like li- literally like the King of England like would come to his plays and like the 
the like richer, like more educated people would come. So we had to keep those people entertained. And that's mm -hmm. a lot of the format is that. But he always had characters that were specifically pandering almost to um, like the uneducated workers who mm -hmm. were literally just there to get drunk. Yeah. And he didn't want them to like throw fruit and stuff yeah. on stage so like a it's, lot of it is just trying dirty. to yeah he had a lot of target audiences <laughs> yeah he was hitting a lot of different audiences so he had to make jokes that appealed to all levels and so you get a lot of this like lowbrow like humor humor and a lot of teachers either don't understand it or don't want to teach it mm -hmm. and i'm like that stuff is gold yeah for for like high school students and like when i first read Shakespeare, I had a teacher who would explain all those jokes because we started with The Merchant of Venice and there's a lot of like just lowbrow humor in it and like a lot of it is like physical comedy too. So like even just talking about how Venice is set up and the fact that it's like on water and it has these canals and like then talking about how in certain scenes because it's dark out it's like they're talking about like the risk they're taking of like falling in the canal and like stuff like that and you're like, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have that, like, explanation. explanation, you'd be like, I don't understand why this is supposed to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's very true. I feel like they, it, it gets taught maybe too early sometimes. And and yeah, yeah. Too early and by people who don't care. And like, yeah. if you don't care, you're not going to get students to care. Yeah. Very much. Very true. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other one I really, really want to mention is the oldest book I've ever read, Um, which is definitely... I don't know. I didn't consider it a literary break. I was talking about it with my partner before we recorded, and he was like, yeah, that's a literary break. <laughs> um, so, Bacay by Euripides, um, which, like, I didn't read the original, obviously, um, but it was translated by Anne Carson, who is actually Canadian as well, so she's really, she's really cool. Uh, but that is from the 5th century BC. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's the oldest book I've ever read. Fifth century, is that what you said? Yeah. Wow. Do you have is your copy super old? No, my copy's not old. Oh, my copy's actually very pretty and yeah. new. But um yeah, it takes place on Thebes. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like ancient Greek, right? And uh yeah. And I I remember reading it and not understanding that mm -hmm. it was like because I saw Anne Carson and she's also a poet. So I was like, cool. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, this is like a translation because she does, she, she translates, like she speaks or like she knows ancient Greek, mm -hmm. which is like wow. super cool. That's a brag. <laughs> That's a brag, right? Could you imagine? Yeah. I would never shut up about that yeah. if I knew. I speak ancient Greek. <laughs> yeah, I could speak. Uh, so she does a lot of these um, translations. And so I just didn't like think about it and then yeah. i got into it i was like oh this is not what i was expecting yeah. it's good yeah but um totally not what i was like i was not ready for it that's impressive though wow that yeah. was a long time ago <laughs> it's only like 80 pages yeah so it wasn't like like a long haul a long haul but i feel like that's a good break yeah read I read a book agree. from you know fifth century bc yeah that's cool <laughs> um what else do you have on your list that you wanted to talk about well i have so the biggest series that i've ever read which you know i was going to talk about yeah i knew um, this one was coming up which i think i talked about the last time i was on this podcast but i read the wheel of time 
And that to me feels like so, quite the brag. Remind me again how many books are in the Wheel of Time. So it's 14 plus a prequel. So 15 if you 15. want to include the prequel. I want. I keep wanting to say 15 when I talk about this series and I then I think I'm wrong. So I think that's why I think I'm wrong. I always go like, back and forth because the prequel's fairly short. Yeah. Um, but it's still... Is it slow. like short because all the other books are super long? It's like Brandon Sanderson novella short. Oh, so. yeah. So it's like a regular <laughs> yeah, book. Yeah, a regular book. <laughs> and how many pages are like each of the books? Um, You know what? I can look that up because it is actually a good stat. Wheel of Time page count. Um, How long is the Wheel of Time? Okay, so there are, including the prequel in paperback, there's almost 12,000 pages. The books average like just over 800 pages each. Yeah, that's a brag. So it's a lot. The word count, um, like compared to Lord of the Rings and like Game of Thrones and stuff is insane because I think there's, I want to say it's like 4 million words or something like that. Yeah, well, so I was looking up Brandon Sanderson when I started The Way of Kings. And so fun fact. Wait, for those who don't know, The Wheel of Time was written by Robert Jordan. Yes. However, he passed away before he could finish. So Sanderson wrote the last three books. Should have, was supposed to only be one book. He was supposed to yeah. re- write the final book. But when he got all the notes for it, he, he was, was like, like no this way. is actually three books. Yeah. So we're going to expand. <laughs> um, yeah. So when I started reading The Way of Kings, I like, because I, I had, the copy I had was 12, it was like 1265 pages, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like substantial. And then I was like, I think you might have even said, you know, like Oathbringer is actually longer. Mm-hmm. And then so I looked up Oathbringer, which is. I want to say 13 or 14. It, it has the most words in the series so far. I thought you were going to say in a book ever. <laughs> in a book ever. No. Um, so it closes in at like just under half a million words. Yeah. And but the longest book is the fourth one. By page count. Okay. Because I guess like just the way it worked out, it ended up being longer because that one's like well into the 1300s, I want to say. Anyway, that was interesting. So these are like fat books. Chunky books. And did you know that the average page count, I looked this up today, of the Bible is only 1200 so these books are longer than the bible <laughs> maybe they are the longest books ever <laughs> so yeah yeah but i Impressive. i bring that up because again i was talking about this topic with my partner and 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 he was like you should talk about that big book you just read and i yeah. was like that's not like a literary like i'm not considering that a literary break and he was like it was like 1,200 pages. Yeah. Like if I read I, a 1,200 page book, I would you would never stop hearing about it. Yeah, I consider them a little bit uh, brags because they're so long. Like they're yeah. If a book is over a thousand pages, that is a that is a large book. That is a large book. <laughs> yeah. So I definitely consider them. And the other thing about the Wheel of Time that I feel like is a brag for me as well is the fact that I finished the series in about seven months. Yeah. So like 14 books in seven months. It's pretty good. They're long. They're long books. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a few books in there that are not very entertaining. <laughs> like some of the storylines in the middle, myself. awful. <laughs> they get good. The ending, fantastic. But there's a couple times in the middle where I was like, why? Why? Why is this here? Why is this here? There's yeah. at one point, and I won't try and like. I'll try and do this without spoiling because I know you are maybe considering reading them at some point. Um, but there is one specific storyline that is like just the worst storyline in the book. And it takes two and a half books 
to complete this storyline. And then there's like a really intense part with one of the main characters that takes a few chapters. I'm like, that could have been drawn out, but we got two and a half books of this storyline. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. That's kind of my turn off of reading it is when you say things like that. I'm yeah, like, they like literally actively the fandom, fandom, I guess, considers like book seven to 10, the slog. And I don't consider um, seven and eight part of the slog. Like I would say like nine and 10 are like definitely slower. There's just slower parts. Yeah. Some of the storylines in them are really good, but like it's definitely some of the slower books. And I think it's partly just because I don't think he planned to originally write a 14 book series when uh, he well, clearly he didn't. Yeah. So some things just got drawn out. Um, but I made it through and I can say I've read The Wheel of Time and that's a long series. That's so impressive. that's definitely a brag for me. That's definitely a brag. Yeah. No, that definitely counts. And I consider the Stormlight Archive to the point that it's released there's four yeah. books i, I think like once it's done i would consider it a brag to yeah have read the it's whole like half thing. a brag right now because yeah. like i've read all of what is released which means i have a quarter of a brag because i'm only halfway through the published book there you go yeah and uh it's supposed to be 10 books so yeah, i know there you go. no i know that <laughs> i did look that up because i was like how many of these books are out and because i i knew four it. of 10 yeah and i was he was like four of 10 and i was like great Plus You're, two novellas. Get writing, Sanderson. Get yeah. writing. So I've heard, and this is not what we're talking about on this podcast, but I saw on his blog, he's 50% of the way through the first draft of book five, Stormlight Five. And his plan is to have the final draft by December. And I think it's supposed to be released next year. Okay. Well, that's that's decent. Yeah. And then apparently also there's going to be like, like book five is supposed to end quite a bit of like the story so yeah. that it's not leading on a cliffhanger and then he's taking a bit of a break and then finishing the rest of it like it's going to be like a part one and a part two almost mm. is what i've heard so i that makes me happy i'm okay if he takes a break as long as we don't have a huge cliffhanger at the end of yeah book five because that yeah. would be awful no i would not be a fan of that yeah i i will say so speaking of long books the other book i read that's pretty hefty is stephen king's the stand which uh, is eleven hundred pages, so I think that that That's was okay. like another Definitely. one that was yeah, like pretty substantial. Yeah, like any, again, anything over a thousand pages is and is a, is a, some people are like that's an absurd amount of pages. Yeah. To me, that's a very long book. Yeah, but of course, you know, five hundred pages I, I to some people feel, is very long I, as well. <laughs> I do feel like so. Storygraph, I find this interesting because they divide it into like um, it's like under three hundred, I think, mm-hmm. pages, and, and then it's like five. three to five. And then it's 500 plus. And I'm like, there really needs to be another category. Yeah. I would actually love if there was two more because I think zero to 100 is like a really short read Mm -hmm. and that's fine. But it's, I feel like that could be its own category. And I really feel like it's got to be like 850 plus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like 850 plus is like, I want extra credit that it was that long. Yeah. Like this is like three books in one. Yeah. (laughs) Like I want, I want this to count for more. (laughs) Yeah. I felt that way very much with The Way of Kings. I was like, I am reading. Like you check off one book in my reading uh, challenge. But I read 1200 pages. a lot. (laughs) Yeah. So. That is why I like Storygraph because you can also have a page goal, which is kind of nice. Yes. And it's like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We have Stormlight Archive is great for your page uh, page challenge. Oh yeah, no, sure. no, I'm not worried about my pages at all. I'm worried <laughs> about the books, yes. but not the pages. Yes. Um. So I feel like I have a couple others, but what what else do you got on your list? I want to make sure we get through yours. I have maybe these are considered like classics, but they're probably more like 
children-esque classics. Okay. Um, but I have read like the whole Giver series. So there's four books. They're called the Oh, Giver that's Quartet. a better break than I have. I've only read the first one. <laughs> yeah, I've read all of them. And I actually, you know, you can borrow my copy. It's really beautiful. It has them all together. Mm. Um, but I was looking at my shelf yesterday trying to like think about because of course when I came up with this topic, you I were was like, like I'm I can't remember talk- any book I've ever read about um now that I think about this topic. Yeah. <laughs> later on. Uh but I was looking at it and I was like, I think this is a brag because I don't feel like many people know that there's more books in that series. Uh mm-hmm. because you have to read The Giver in high school, which I actually didn't read The Giver in high school. Okay, I read it in grade I want to say nine, maybe. But I actually enjoyed it. It was one of the few books that I enjoyed reading yeah. in high school. And so there's a brag in itself. And then like years later, I was just at the bookstore and I saw this cool copy and I picked it up and I was like, oh, this is The Giver. And I didn't realize there's other books. And uh, yeah, I believe it's The Giver. One's called Blue. I think there's one called The Messenger and then something else. And I... Uh, yeah, I go. read The Giver and then I read like the first chapter of the second one because mm-hmm. it was in my copy of The Giver. Right. And then I was like, I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. I don't want to read it. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then I gave up. It jumps around, but they do actually like, I've always been meaning to go back and read it because it, they're very good. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's definitely worth a read. Okay. That's good to and know. And if you want my copy, it's four books in one, so... Yeah, but that's the problem is I'd actually kind of rather have the four. Because then you can see that there's four. <laughs> well, it, and I can count them as four. Otherwise, I'm going to have to count it as one individual book. <laughs> you know, funny. we're. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, I am 23 books behind my reading goal. So <laughs> making it four and one is not helpful at this time. <laughs> well, I feel like you get to count it. But then again, yeah, because it's all in one book. Yeah, I can see how you'd yeah. be like, maybe not. I feel like it's like almost cheating. I I will say, so a couple of the other ones I wanted to say, I've read Winnie the Pooh. Oh, that's good. That's cute. I just feel like that's cute. Yeah. I just feel like that's fun. I feel like not a lot of people have read the original Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Because it's so much more than just the original book at this point. Like, it is like a whole franchise thing. Yeah. And uh, so I, I do find that really fun. And I've also read the entire The Chronicles of Narnia. I was just going to say Narnia. Damn it. (laughs) Stole it from you. (laughs) I was looking at that on my shelf. I'm like, this is seven books. Like, yeah, I've read this. Do you have them separate? I have them separate and together. Oh, yeah. So I have them together. It's a big copy. The thing I don't love about it is I have the I got it right after the movie came out. So it's the movie cover. So I have that exact copy. Yeah. We're just we're both looking at it behind behind my head right now. Yeah, I have that. So I had gotten given the like individual books in a set yes and then for my birthday a friend gave me the combined one and i couldn't give it away because of who gave it to me i was like no this is special now so yeah now i have two copies um but those are like a the first one in particular like they're children's books but they have some interesting themes in them i feel like you know the famous one is obviously the lion the wish and the wardrobe but there's like there's very interesting themes throughout those books and maybe as a kid i didn't pick up on them and would now more but i do seem to remember being like these are great when i read them i think what i really loved about them was like it was like kind of an introduction to fantasy yeah um i also they're fairly religious if you know the religious stories that they're telling and you can take that whatever way you want whether that's whatever and but what i think is cool is how 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 taking those big ideas and making them like digestible for children like yeah. that's a that's an impressive thing yeah for sure um and i just always really enjoyed 
yeah. the stories. Like I, I really did love reading them. Mm-hmm. Plus it was, um, and I read this, I, m- I must've been quite, not quite young, but young. And I remember reading the the big book that it was mm-hmm. and feeling just so oh, impressed. Yeah. Carrying right? around the big copy, like with yeah. all of them in one is pretty. pretty it was great. like, this is a hefty book. I yeah. feel like an adult. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I should go back and reread those because I did very, very much enjoy them. Yeah. And I'm always um, sad that they never did complete the movie series because even though, you know, you can say what you want about them, but I always looked forward to seeing some of my favorites because yeah. yeah. I loved six and seven and yeah. they never got that far. They only made three. They made The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Prince Caspian, and The Voyage of the Dawn Which was Twitter. weird, too, because they like kept Twitter. skipping. The reason I think they did that is because they wanted the ones with the kids like all out of the way and then they could mm-hmm. go back and do like the horse and his boy and magician's nephew and stuff yeah because they didn't have the crossover there yeah. yeah yeah i did think that was a cool part of reading them when the kids came back in yeah and like seeing them like grow up slowly yeah. was really cool yeah definitely now looking back i can see the religious undertones but oh yeah for i mean sure. at the time as a kid i didn't you were like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i was going to a catholic school at the time so yeah. i definitely caught some of them just because of that yeah but um they're like fairly easy to miss if you don't know if you stars. don't know the reference yeah. but then like once you get it it's like oh that oh i see <laughs> i see how that's connecting <laughs> yes yeah i um, have yeah my copies are um pretty cool covers but my mom has a very very old um set yeah of all of them that have cool covers as well so speaking of cool copies i have a copy of charlotte's web Ooh, that's fun. That's cloth bound. Ooh. It's very old. It's nothing to really brag about in the sense that it's like falling apart and I got it like used. So it was like taped together by someone else. Yeah. But I still think it's cool that I have a cloth copy of it, even if it is like it's not worth anything or anything like that. But I just think it's a cool thing. Like it's. I actually have a cloth bound copy of, I want to say it's the Brothers Grimm. Oh, that's tales. really cool. Yeah. I bought it in London at like a used bookstore when I was there. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is just very cool. I've never read it, but I just have it on my shelf. Yeah. Because it's one of those like, hey, look, I got that in London and it's very fancy looking. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's fair. Yeah. I have a couple of brags that aren't about books I've read necessarily. So one of my right. literary brags is how many books I own. Yeah. That's um, a brag. This was going to come up eventually. So I own, <laughs> as of today which is beginning of July. <laughs> yeah. Not it's going to go like up. the exact date. Yeah. Is it July 8th? Yeah. Um, yeah. July 8th. This will not be the same three, for a while. At 3.54. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I own 481 books, which is almost 500. By the end of the year, I'm going to guess it's going to be right at 500. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah. No, not one bit. Uh. But I think that that's impressive. That is impressive. That's an impressive collection. I should go through. I mean, I have a kid now, so less time to do less this. Time. But less time when to I, make more goals. That's... Yeah. When I had a, um, when I got shelves made in my room, I like cataloged all of my books on like a spreadsheet yeah. and, and had the count. I don't have 480. I want to say it's into the 200s. Um, That's still impressive. It like, still is. Then when I think of the amount of money I've spent on books, I don't think years, about that part. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like, wow, I don't. That that does no one any good. <laughs> <laughs> but I every mean, time I think about all the books I have, I'm like, I want a library room one day. Yeah, 
to have all my books. Yeah, no, totally. I highly recommend it. Yeah. Like having an actual dedicated room for it. Yeah. Although I do find I'm happier when books are spread around the house. Yeah. I mean, that's true as well. But keep them everywhere. Little piles here and there just pop up. Uh, I will say also the other half of it, and this is approximate because I think there's a lot of books I read as a kid that I don't fully remember Mm -hmm. or haven't fully counted, but I've read approximately 550 books. That's impressive. Yeah. That's not bad. And I know not all of those are the ones you own. (laughs) No, no, it's not. In fact, and I can get a quick number for you. Just give me a second. So the books I've read that I own uh, comes in at 292 books. (laughs) It's over half. Uh, you know what? As long as it stays over half, I'm okay with it. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. I want it to be closer to like 75 to 90%. Yeah. Like that would be my sweet spot. Yeah. But I, I will take over half. If it ever falls below half, we have a problem. Yeah. Like I can't buy another Then you book. very much have to be taking- Only yeah. reading <laughs> the books I own. Like you're going to be like, this book was so good. I'm like, get it out of here. Yeah. Do not tell me about it. Do not tell I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to see it. (laughs) Unless it's a book I own, I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. We're only talking about books I own. Um, I think that that's a little bit of a brag. Yeah. I think it's just a brag that I have all this catalog too. Yeah. That is a brag that you have a catalog because I definitely don't have my story graph up to date within more than the last like three years. But I would love to go through and. Yeah. But there's so many from when I was a kid, I'm sure. Like I used to do, I don't know if your school had these, but. My elementary school had um, when there was like nominees for I don't remember what award it was for the books, but you there was all these nominees for like book of the year or something along those lines. And if you read them, you got like each one you got, you got like a little prize prize, basically. So I always read all of them and then you could vote. If you read a certain amount, you were allowed to vote for the winner. Which one's your fave? Yeah. And so there's books like that that I like I can't even remember the award, so I could not remember the actual list yeah. of books that it was. I can vaguely remember what happens in some of them, but yeah. I definitely can't remember what the name of the books are. Yeah, I feel like I had a couple of those too. I remember one year they had like a they had a list of books. I don't know if they were not they were probably the same thing. They were like nominated for something, but they had a certain number of books, and if you read a certain amount of them, you got to go to like out for pizza. Ooh. That's with than... one of the teachers. <laughs> and I remember I hit the book count and nobody else did. So I went by myself as a teacher. <laughs> and she was like. A brag in itself. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I was, and she was like, that was really impressive. And I was like, you kind of thought other people were going to be here too. But like, like, Is it impressive? I'm just here by myself. <laughs> it was good though. I remember being proud of it. So yeah. like, I was proud, but I was also like, I can't believe I was the only one. Yeah. Like, they I really like, tried hard to get us to read back. back in the Yeah. Day. <laughs> they were like, reading is the best thing ever. It was really not hard to get me to read, but I know some kids. Yeah. It's definitely some kids was. it was torturous. Yeah. yeah. What else do you got for literary brags? Um. Let me open my list. I think I'm out of like actual specific books, but I do have a few, I don't know, book things. So one of my, I call this my superpower, but I can read in a moving vehicle. Um, that is a superpower. And I know and I, I don't get motion sickness, it. knock on wood that I don't, but uh, anytime we go on a long road trip, like I often- I actually hate this. I, I hate you I, for this. I, I'm the only one of my friends that can do this. Uh, I go on a lot of long drives because my parents and my in-laws live like 12 hour drive away. So we drive back and forth quite often. And that's 12 hours to read. And I don't have to do anything else, but I can just read. Yeah. <laughs> my husband listens to podcasts and I get to read. <laughs> I actually like, 
So the reason, one of the many reasons I drive when we go on long road trips is because I can't do anything in the car. Like I can't even look at a text message without mm-hmm. being like, ooh, I'm going <laughs> to... Easy. I'm a little... Uh, Easy there. <laughs> stomach's feeling a little shaky. <laughs> so like I always just drive because I, I can't do anything else. Like I can't even really pick music because I can't look at my phone. I, but I used to be able to. I remember as a kid, I used to read in the vehicle all the time. And I got so much reading done because we lived a half hour out of town, which is where we went to school. So, like, I would always just read for, like, a half, like, basically an hour every day I mm-hmm. got to read. And I was so upset um, when I realized, because the one day I was doing it and then I didn't feel so good. And I ended up getting, like, getting car sick in my sister's vehicle, which she was very upset about. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after that point, I couldn't read in a vehicle It's weird anymore. how it just happens one day. Yeah. That's why I still knock on wood like, because, like, like so I don't scared. want it to go away. I love this. Like, it's literally a superpower. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would have. I'm a mom. I and this is my superpower. I would <laughs> assume it had something to do with the fact that I was still growing. Like, this was, like, in grade six. Yeah, maybe. So, maybe I feel like, like you might be as weird. Like, might be. I had glasses at the time, but maybe yeah. they were, my prescription was getting just a little bit worse. Like I that. don't know. Yeah. So weird. I'm so jealous of that. But that is that is definitely my, a break. Yeah, very much. That's why I could that's why I read Fourth Wing so quickly because I had just endless time. Not endless, but just a chunk of time to do nothing but yeah. read. It makes the drives go by so much faster because I can just be lost in a world. Um I read specifically the thirteen uh thirteenth or twelfth Wheel of Time book um on the way back from Prince George mm-hmm. to where we live. And like I read the whole thing <laughs> just yeah. because I had nothing better to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also the fact that like my partner just doesn't, he he's happy to listen to podcasts and I can just read and we don't have to talk. We don't have to talk. <laughs> not don't have to, but we don't. And uh, so <laughs> n- nobody, he doesn't get mad at me for not like hanging out and having a conversation. Oh he's God. like, yeah, do you want to read? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good too. So I told that to my mom and she's like, yeah, your dad always gets mad at me when I read in the vehicle because he wants me to talk to him. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, no, I don't have that issue. <laughs> mm, yeah, I guess that's fair. I feel like I would be like, talk to me a little bit. Yeah. But like, also, I don't know. I don't know how I would feel in that situation. <laughs> My partner doesn't read, so it's not a problem. <laughs> uh, the other the other literary break I have is, and this is kind of like, I just read really fast. Yeah, I was. That's one of mine as well. Yeah. I'm a fast reader. So much so that when I listen to audiobooks, I have to put it on 1.5 or 1.75 because it is too slow for the way I process. So my the issue books. <laughs> with audiobooks is I I don't I don't think I'm really good at listening. Um, listening. Like that sounds horrible, and I don't mean it like in a like casual conversational way. But I I I've started this thing where I put closed captioning on my shows, and mm-hmm. it's helped immensely for me to actually like pay attention. Well, pay attention and understand what they're saying sometimes. Like, sometimes yeah. I don't hear it correctly. I do that, it's too, because then I actually weird. know what's going on. Yeah. So, when I do audiobooks, I feel like I have to keep it at, like, a normal pace. But it's so slow that I just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. That's why it... I don't know. I always have it at 1.5 because anytime I hear them, like, regular talking voice, I'm like, this is way slower than I would read on page. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> it was... It was... I started Dracula by audiobook and it was... It was a little painful how mm-hmm. slow it was going through, but also I think that was a really good way to get into that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found I definitely um, did listen to some of the audiobooks. Like I go back and forth, mm-hmm. so I'll like list if I'm driving and I have to physically be driving, then I'm gonna listen to an audiobook. <laughs> yeah, because I can't read and drive. Um, so for like the Wheel of Time, I definitely split some of the books in the middle that are like. 
a bit slower mm-hmm. um, up and listened sometimes and then read sometimes. Yeah. So that I think helps as well. Um, but in general, I'm a very fast reader, so much so that like sometimes I skim stuff. And I think that's why I also like rereading books because you've missed stuff. I've missed stuff or like just not picked up on a couple things. And then when I reread, I'm like, oh, look, a whole new thing that I didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's definitely. It's a it is a, bra- a bit of a brag. To it be is able a to brag, and I'll say it's a brag because every time I mention my reading speed in front of Megan, she gets really upset because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's not. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a she's not a slow reader by any means. She's like an average paced reader, but um, she has the displeasure of being one of my best friends, so she <laughs> realizes that it she could be faster. Yeah. Um, and it's nice because I can read books for people who are slow readers and then be like don't read it like mm. or if you you know have a book club and forgot to read the book until the day before you know you're gonna get it done <laughs> what do you mean i've never done that <laughs> i've never you know i've never forgotten i have left it till the day before yeah i think it is a vice though like it is a problem i'm like i know i can get this yeah read, so i'll just wait <laughs> yeah and then you're like oh i don't know if i actually left myself enough time there's like three hours before it Uh-oh. starts <laughs> like i'm gonna be just reading like i i should time myself sometimes because i think i can do r- like either 100 or over 100 an hour yeah that's me like that's roughly what i'm at because if it's a 300 page book i assume it's going to take me between three and four hours yeah yeah, I should time it. It's like typing. But it also it, it also depends on the book. So I'm much slower at reading classics. Mm. Um, and then it's hard to say sometimes because the font is different sizes yeah. and the pages are different sizes. So it's like, I don't know. I know some books I'm over 100 pages an hour and mm. others I'm like right around I, there. Particularly with the Stormlight books because like the the mass market paperbacks are like so packed full with words. Yes, yeah. That those ones definitely it's not 100 pages, but. The average book. Yeah. I think I'm roughly 100 pages per hour. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I feel like I had another literary break. I have. Oh, I do have one. Yeah. My, you, you like, one. this is, I call it a break, but I made up, I designed myself like a little stamp this is a break. for my books. So all of my books at home that I own, I stamp them with my little, it says like Alexandra, the Library of it's Alexandra. Cute. Um, established 1997, which is when I was born, which is not when it was established because I didn't buy books when I was born. Um, but <laughs> I go with that and I stamp all my books. And I don't know, I just, I That's like that. That's cute. It's a bit. I like Even that if a I've lot. given away a book, sometimes, like I've, if it's a book where I'm like, mm, I don't like this and I'm never going to yeah. read it again kind of thing, I will like, donate it or give it away but sometimes it still has the stamp in it and i just Mm -hmm. think that's fun that somebody like might have this be like oh i wonder who this was yeah it was me if you get a book with my stamp in it (laughs) it's my book or it was (laughs) yeah i think my last one is that i though i have preferred genres i'm not a genre reader Mm. and i want to say that's a little bit of a brag and it's a little bit not because i feel like some people get really into one genre and i like it's it's almost it's cool because they're they're just so invested. They know what they like. They know the kind of books they like. But I feel like I can read almost anything mm-hmm. and have the potential to enjoy it, which I I do really love. Yeah, that's definitely a brag because I know I'm gonna like fantasy, so I definitely actively search that out. Other yeah. things, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say that I like would hate like there's no genre that I specifically hate, but like I don't go search out classics or like poetry 
or yeah and i'll grab anything yeah that kind of stuff i'm I'm definitely going to be drawn to it does make bookstores hard to get through (laughs) i can go anywhere (laughs) i can go anywhere (laughs) you'll lose me in a bookstore for sure like not even joking like at least if i was going to a bookstore with you i would just check the fantasy section because it's probably where you're hanging out Mm -hmm. but like my partner can't find me (laughs) like might be nonfiction. yeah might be poetry Maybe fantasy, maybe young adult. She might be looking for a children's book for her niece. Like, who knows? Who knows? Could be yeah. anywhere. And here, our bookstore is not huge, but where I grew up, we had like a big, big indigo. Yeah. When it was called Chapters. Yeah. Um, for those Canadian listeners who remember that. And it was a giant bookstore. And I was always in the probably YA fantasy section. Yeah. <laughs> that was where yeah. I was. Uh, all right. Well, that pretty much, that's pretty much it. Yeah. I guess normally we end with like our current reads and stuff like that, but we don't want to do that. We don't want to date this podcast. So I don't know. Do you have any final thoughts here? Well, I guess, I mean, oh yeah, we don't want to date the podcast. So I would say um, we're currently reading and that's not going to work. No, it's not going to work. (laughs) Yeah. When this one comes out, what our current read for our book club will be is The Da Vinci Code. Yes. Um, and we're taking because Which I it, have read, and you know what? That could be kind of a literary break. I was actually surprised you didn't mention it. It is classic. Yeah, I've read that one. It's, and good. it's like lots of people talk about it. I don't know if it's necessarily a classic, quote unquote, but I think it's like it's just like it's Dan Brown's like biggest book, and that's like it's yeah. one of those books you see anywhere. Like if you go to a thrift store, there's gonna be some Da Vinci. Well, Code there's copies. some like really popular books that like I wouldn't necessarily say are brags, but also like. I feel like bragging about when I like read them yeah. just because like I can join the conversation and I feel like the Da Vinci Code is definitely going to be one, it is of those. one of those. Yeah. Yeah. That's another one where like I don't know if there's necessarily like references in other books. There might be. Who knows? Um, but it's a popular enough book that. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I've read the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. Like I said, see, when I thought of this topic. I can't even remember any book I've ever read at that that point. You're like, "Mm, I I actually don't read at all. Yeah, like, I've never read a book. I don't (laughs) understand. What are books? Yeah. Um, And I actually very much enjoyed it. So that is the brag, too. Because I I wouldn't brag about the books that I was forced to read in high school, even though they're technically classics, because I did not enjoy them. Yeah. Besides The Hobbit. I like The Hobbit. You gotta like The Hobbit, man. Yeah. Who doesn't? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what we're reading for a book club. If you're interested in joining that, we have a link to the Discord server that we run that book club out of in the description of this podcast. So you can check us out there. That's also where you can join us for just conversation if you're looking for, you know, just to talk about we have books. lots of channels, lots of book talk, TikToks, uh, memes, current mm-hmm. books. Yeah. I put like 80 messages about fourth wing in there yeah you did in two different channels for some reason because you were feeling it i was a little scattered at the time (laughs) (laughs) uh so we have that there we also have an instagram account it's at the book jar pod if you're interested in i don't know seeing what books we're reading and some pretty copies of books because that's a brag in and of itself otherwise alex is going to be back again and well for a couple weeks um going out and Otherwise, yeah, that's pretty much it. Any final thoughts here, Alex? Uh, I don't think so. I almost said Megan out of absolute reflex, and I'm so sorry. (laughs) Uh, Well, in that case, we thank you so much for listening and keep reading. Bye. Bye.
just get it out. Get it out, man. <laughs> this is half of my. This is Howie one, Avery zero. How, Avery's Howie my baby. <laughs> I'm a little sweaty. But it's hey, okay. she stayed quiet the whole time. So quiet. She won. She Howie, Howie made at least three noises. Avery very much did win. <laughs> Avery won. Good job, Avery. Silent Avery. Hi, kiddo. <laughs>